You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 131. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 131. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Are you sure? Are they sure? <laughs> they want to hear it. That's the question. Are you ready for what the Smiths have to offer? Are you ready? I don't. I don't know if they're ready. I don't know if they're ready. Well, I don't know if I'm ready. I know. I'm not Let's sure see. if you're ready. <laughs> we shall see. Hey, Time I- shall tell. Hey everybody. Hey everybody. Hope you're having an amazing week and merry preliminary Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays (laughs) to those of you who celebrate Christmas. We hope that you have a fantastic week this week and that it's not too crazy and stressful last minute. And yeah, usually we're the couple that has all of our shit in order, like nailed down, like in October. Go. We're in October. Wait, no, we usually have our gifts bought. Yeah. All... But we're not the people that decorate in October. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's that's Halloween jurisdiction. You know, it seems like all the holidays at the end of the year have just been a medley. Me- melding into one. I know. I can't it's get... It's going to be one one day. I can't be, get behind it. That's crazy. I really can't. But anyway, we're so excited. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're all right. sad. We're all bummed <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, damn. Um, we're super glad to have you guys here today. And so we have another topic that I think many, many, many people struggle with. And we've addressed it in a couple of different ways. But I'm going to do an extra added little excite, exciting like kind of formula thing that I'm going to oh. share with everybody today that I've nice. never I've never talked about on the pod. But we're going to talk about how to stop talking so much shit to yourself. Because I think... You know, you, we always talk about how we're the worst to ourselves and, and we accept and tolerate really acrimonious behavior mm. to ourselves that we would never tolerate somebody else to say to us. We would never allow ourselves to say that sort of rude thing to someone else. But right. somehow we reserve this horrendous way of speaking for our own self-treatment. Interesting. You're right. Yeah. So we're going to kind of unpack that a little bit. And I have a freebie this week. Oh. So if you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 131, which is where you can find all the show notes. I'll have a couple of things referenced on that page for you. But you'll see a spot where you can grab your cheat sheet. If you grab your cheat sheet, you're going to be able to follow all along with everything that I offer you today. So the formula that I share with you and the inventory that I share with you and all the stuff coming up, you'll actually have a place to fill it all out. And when you do that, when you write stuff out, especially if you listen to this kind of thing while you're driving or working out, yeah. it you don't make it as tangible and real as you do when you allocate a specific amount of time. You stop, you write down things, write down. and you That's get so really clear. So I want you guys to make changes. So go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 131. Get your cheat sheet so you can follow along as we go through this. Yeah. And it's a great so, way to... This is a moment of pause. 
where you could, <laughs> where you could pause. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And go get your cheat sheet. <laughs> and go get. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't mean for a dramatic pause. Oh well, kind of happened. I, I'm a thespian, so <laughs> I was, you know. Drama's my middle name. And while I'm talking about really important, exciting things, we do still have a handful of spots available. I've been talking about this the last couple of weeks. We are getting down there. We only have a couple. And for, I guess I should tell them for what, right? Yeah. For the Tanning Tacos and Transformation Triple Retreat. Triple T, bitches. Yeah. It's happening in May. That's right. We've got a ton of people already signed up. December is the absolute last chance to get in. Well, pretty much to get in, period. But it's the last month that we're offering payment plans. So in a nutshell, it's a hybrid of personal development and vacation. Mm -hmm. So it's three life coaches. We're going to be doing tons of information on things like inner critic, which is why we're talking about this today. Talking constant shit to yourself. We have a whole module we're teaching on that. We're going to teach on confidence. We're going to talk about communication and how to really stand up for yourself. So tons of the stuff that we talk about here, but it's really kind of an immersion because it's a workshop format and we're going to be in paradise. So there's tons of other amazing, gorgeous things for us to be doing. How fun. Like hanging out with monkeys, I'm hoping. Or your scuba instructor. (laughs) Are you giving me ideas, Mr. Smith? No, not you. I'm a metaphoric. Oh, I was like, are you (laughs) encouraging an affair right now? Absolutely not. I was talking about those single ladies. See, all the single ladies? All the single ladies. We had a breakdown in communication just now. Yes, considerable. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you are interested in grabbing one of those remaining spots, and I'm not just being dramatic. December is it. That's it. So if you, people have been asking you, what do you want for Christmas? Send them to triple T retreat.com nice and get your ass to class we would love to have you get your ass to class yeah triple t retreat.com so before we jump into this little mantra maker i'm going to teach people how to make a mantra that's in service of you and so that it helps you with your shit talking to yourself before we do that i believe you need to rock the mic mr smith oh that's right i've got a little segment that we like to call would you rather so today's would you rather is would you rather live in a real life walking dead like 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 you had to go through what they were doing you were actually in a world in a world (laughs) (laughs) you're in a world where zombies rule no okay so either walking dead okay you're in the apocalypse all right or Jurassic Park. Oh. <laughs> that look on your face. I told you I was going to rock the mic. <laughs> you really brought it. That's a really tough one. It's um, a tough one, right? Like dinosaurs have taken back over. There's no government. There's no radio. There's no electricity. There's okay, nothing. so it. So okay, so same thing. Dinosaurs, either zombies or dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay, because if we do Jurassic Park. There's still a chance you could, like, get off of the island. I or... mean, when I say Jurassic Park, I mean, like, dinosaurs return. And they're they're here to stay. Right. It's not it's like... It's not on an island. It's They've not They've taken as... over. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... It's returned to the Stone Age. 
oh man, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess zombie. Um, they're a little slower. They're a little slower. They're a lot less tricky. They're easy to fool. Uh, and I'm really clear on how to kill them. Right. Right. Like I'm really clear what you need to do. And all they have is their teeth. Like they're just that they bite you. Right. You know, but like. But there could Dinosaurs be... have large talons. <laughs> they do. They have large talons. Do the chickens have large talons? Do they have what? Large talons. I don't understand a word you just said. Do dinosaurs have large talons? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what would you pick? I'm thinking I'm leaning towards the zombie just because I feel a little more equipped to handle it because of... <laughs> Because of Walking Dead. You've seen the re- you've reconnaissance? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I think I know how I can create a shelter. <laughs> you've seen and... Jurassic Park too, right? Yeah, but okay. that's like 20 years ago. Yeah. And they can like fly and get in the house. And there's like know. a raptor and there's like a... Like a zombie just like bangs on the glass, you know? And they're like, like A raptor would jump through it. A raptor is like not going to be or held Or crush the house. Like held a back. Or yeah. A, yeah. All right. Do you think you would go for zombie too? I would probably go zombie. Yeah, they're a little slower. I, you know, the one thing about that one, it though, is I would hate to see my loved ones in that condition. In in which one, the zombie one? As a zombie. Oh, like if we were to see them. If someone got bit, and, and we're like, oh my god, that's the guy who worked at Trader Joe's. How sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's Joe from Trader Joe's. Oh my god, that's our mailman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, but I would seriously. I feel like I could do anything if you were with me. Oh, babe. I do. Like, I, I, my brother always says, like, Ken has really good survival skills, and I'm like, he does. <laughs> He's got really good survival skills. <laughs> All right, so let's talk uh, about some other skills. Let's let's get into some mantra skills. Maybe some nunchuck skills. Computer hacking skills. <laughs> nunchuck skills. Bow hunting skills. Computer hacking skills. <laughs> All right. Napoleon Dynamite theme going. I know. We really do. All right. So let's talk about how to stop this incessant mindfuck, you know, where maybe it's around a specific topic like like your weight or your parenting or your competence or intelligence. Maybe it's in your career, your workplace. And you have sort of – it's almost like it's on a loop. It's something that you say to yourself in your own mind that is kind of on constant repetition. It's like a go-to thought pattern. Mm -hmm. And the deal with that is that whatever you say to yourself becomes your truth. Yeah. So make sure it's a truth you want to believe. Okay. Like it really truly is as simple as is that real? Is that a real truth? So for instance, if you say to yourself – I am such an idiot. And you don't question that and you just keep repeating that in your own mind. That becomes your truth. Whether it's a fallacy or not, it is a belief. Mm -hmm. It is something that you are attaching to. So that's stuff I totally dig deep into in my one-on-one work with my clients and and the things we're going to talk about on at the retreat. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in this concept, we're again, we're doing an entire module, an entire day, all on inner critic stuff. But, you know, there's deep-rooted stuff around beliefs and stuff, but everyone listening right now, we all know, like, there's stuff that we say to ourselves. 
Those voices. Those yeah. That voice, that mm-hmm. statement. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to catch that voice, how to like be on to it a little okay. bit better. And you'll see a spot for this in your worksheet. So be sure to get that cheat sheet again at thejoyjunkie.com slash 131. So your first step in starting to change this internal conversation is to take an inventory. Now, you've probably heard this before, but I want to give you some very specific things to start listening for. Okay. As it relates to this inventory. And you're going to see there's a whole section where you can record everything that comes up for you. Because you have to go through, I would highly suggest, at least two days. Maybe three or four days, maybe a whole week. Whatever you want to do so that you're really noticing. You know how when... You know, you start working with a nutritionist or, you know, somebody in the health field or something like that. They're like, I want you to write down everything that you eat. Yeah. And then you're like, holy shit, everything I eat has sugar. Oh my gosh, no wonder I have all these. Da, 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 da. That's exactly what we're doing nice. for your internal conversation. It's your mind diet. So you, you can have ideas like, like, I know I'm really hard on myself about my body. That's not what I'm talking about. I want to know specifically what you are saying in your mind because those are your truths those are your beliefs that's what you're underlining every time you say that so this inventory do not overlook this especially if you're on your fucking treadmill right now or you're driving and you're like yeah. "Ooh, this is a good idea i want you to make a commitment right now i don't mind that you're doing that at all but i want you to do the work you don't just you know i say this all the time you can't just read a book on pilates and right. hope that you get a better body same thing. You Please can, don't ride it while you're driving. Don't do it while you're driving. Yeah. Absolutely not. Don't do it on the treadmill unless you want like a treadmill fail on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> in a YouTube compilation. But what I'm saying is... That's Walking Dead right there. <laughs> nice. Way to pull it back. <laughs> see how I did that? Did you see what I did there? <laughs> but what I'm saying is you cannot just consume this information and expect things to change without you doing anything. Yeah. And... I'm giving you examples. I don't know exactly what is happening in your own mind. So that's up to you to understand understand what's happening for you, what your triggers are, what that specific phrasing is, so that you have the power to change it. And you have to make it important enough to actually change it. So when you take this inventory, I want you to listen for a few things. Very common phrasing for our inner critic, or I often call it your inner shit talker, You'll say things to yourself like, I'm so fill in the blank. I am so stupid. Mm. Or I'm A. You'll call yourself a very specific name. I'm I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm A. I'm so. Yeah. A lot of times, too, we'll do it in first person. Is that right? I always get first person mixed up. I is first person. Third, okay, so third person third is person when is. you call somebody by name. Yes. Right, right. Sorry. We'll do it in third person. I always get those confused. You'll say something like, God damn it, Amy. You're such an idiot. Mm, or Calling yourself by name. Right. Yeah. You'll call yourself specifically by name. Right? Right. And I want you to start paying attention to those things because if you are saying to yourself, God damn it, Amy, you're such an idiot. You're so stupid. You're underlining that as a truth. 
And you will continue to foster that even in very subconscious ways. Like say you're dating and you are meeting somebody who's really intelligent and you go on a date with them and now you've fostered this entire belief around how stupid you are. Every time you make a little mistake or anything like that, you've really nurtured this idea that you're an idiot. Okay. That's going to manifest itself in your relationship. Yeah, isn't it? Right? So true. So... Listen for those specific phrases, I'm so or I'm a, or even calling yourself by name Mm. and what you say to yourself when you use your own name. Another place to look is absolutes. If you're saying things like, I always do that or I never can get anything right. I'll never get this done. Right. I'll never, I'll never make partner. I'll never complete this. I always, never, can't, won't. Things that are very finite and absolute. Mm, Interesting. Those things are only absolute if you choose that they are. And that's often not real. It's not true at all. But we just accept it as true. Is it true that you always fuck up? Probably not. Probably not. But so don't say that to yourself, right? Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is even though that's not really true, it becomes true. To you. you. Yeah, right. Right? Right. Like we create that repetitive belief and Mm -hmm. we reinforce it through how we speak to ourselves. Another major way in which we tend to completely shit talk ourselves is in things like should. You should do this. Where And that's a huge attachment most of the time to what other people think. How they're going to perceive you. Not really based off of what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Another major area is what ifs. We what if ourselves in our minds to death. Like absolutely to death. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if. Another area where I talk about this at length in a video that I've done in the past. I'm actually going to link to it in the show notes. And it's called Why Your Truth is Bullshit. And it unpacks this idea of... If you followed me for any length of time or taken any of my classes, you've heard this before, but it's a framework called If This, Then That. And And it's where we say, if this person doesn't love me, then I must not be lovable. Or it can be even really basic. If I don't complete this workout today, then I'm a failure. Then I'm a loser. So we Yeah, and I'm not going to go into this at length because you guys can certainly watch this video if you would like but the idea is that we say if this is the case then this must be true and we usually take an isolated incident where maybe we weren't our best like maybe we did miss a workout and we make it mean something catastrophic like if I miss this workout then I can't stick to anything then I have to miss the rest of the week right Right. Or, yes, yes, yes. And for many people listening, it's not even just a set of facts like that. It's a fact and then what it means about who you are as a human. Mm. So, for instance, if I get rejected by this lover, then I'm not lovable. Gosh. Instead of just being like, then I got rejected. Right. Why do I have to make it mean something about my character, who I am? Sometimes we just make up what it means about our set of circumstances. Then I'll be totally overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like what you were saying. Then I have to skip all week. Right. It's all bullshit. 
that's all doesn't have to be true if you don't want it to be. True lies. Anyway, if you want more on the if this then that framework, be sure to check out the show notes at thejoyjunkie.com slash 131 and you'll be able to, to watch that video if you want more on that particular strategy. So that's your first item of business. Are you breaking... Breaking the machinery. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking. Sound like R2D. Like a mi- mic drop. <laughs> all right. So, your first step is to using all those things that I just mentioned, you start taking this inventory of what you're actually saying to yourself day in and day out. The second place to look is when you say these things. And that's what I commonly refer to as your triggers. So, for many women, A huge trigger is the mirror. So looking in the mirror, what do you say to yourself then? For many people, a huge trigger or it's harder for them to really love who they are, be themselves, is around family. Right. Some people, sadly, it's with a spouse. Others, it's friendships. Sometimes it's anything related to your business, your career. Sometimes, uh, I've heard this plenty of times, it's around money. For some people, you talk so much shit to yourself about how bad you are with money. Your relationship to, to money is, is suffering in some way. So after you've kind of looked at how this might come across in your own mind, start paying attention to when it's happening. When is it the loudest? Because for many of us, we'll have areas where where we feel pretty confident. You know, like I I feel pretty confident for the most part physically. You know? That's believable, right? What? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Okay. Um, I'm not sure where you're going with I that. I don't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continue what you're saying and then I'll come back to it. That's a presentation pitfall. So so for me, I'm not, I'm not super triggered around uh, body-related stuff. I am very triggered around career. So I, I have to – so I'll notice – that certain things I do, like that's why I stay off of Facebook for the most part. I don't want to see what everybody else is doing. I don't want to set up a comparison trap, an area in which I know I'm going to be triggered. So why not make my job easier? So I make sure I don't subscribe to a bunch of other coaches stuff. I don't, I want to focus on what I do and what I provide for my audience. I don't want to, I don't need to be bothered by all that other stuff. Mm So that can really help you in deciding what sort of actions or behaviors you want to do when you realize when you are highly triggered. And it might be something like with family where you have to start establishing boundaries more or starting to say no more or eliminating or scaling down on certain individuals in your life, ending friendships or scaling down on friendships. Yeah. So anything that you wanted to mention about that? No, no. Okay. So I think what I would love now to share with you guys is how to use this information and create a mantra or a statement to encourage you and really to say in your mind instead of what you have been saying. Now, you can do a couple of different things. One, you can choose one blanket statement that always helps you out. And we've talked about this before, like, you know, if you erase, notice... Erase, cancel, cancel. Erase, erase, yeah. <laughs> cancel, <laughs> cancel. You could say something really generic, just like, I choose not to focus on that. I I love that one because when I find myself going down that little vortex, I'm like, oh, nope, 
I choose not to focus on that. I'm not going down that path. I'm not entertaining that thought. So you can always choose something like that. An umbrella blanket statement that will be applicable to almost any category. Or if you have one area, one trigger area, that's really potent. And for a lot of people, that is the case. They really struggle around their career. or They really struggle with body image. Or they really struggle with relationships. And for many of you listening, you're like, oh, yep, mine is this. And right. you know you that know what it is, right? where you tend to beat yourself up. So let's say that you've identified that one of the things that you say to yourself constantly is, I'll never be as successful as so-and-so. I'm just not good enough. The first thing I want you to identify is one of those disempowering statements and analyze how you would rather feel about that topic. So if you have been saying, I'll never be as successful as so-and-so. I'm just not good enough. How would you rather feel about your career? Mm. Powerful on top of your game, super successful, proud, accomplished. Get really clear on what you want to feel. Okay. All right? And what I'm you gonna... want to feel. Like that doesn't have to be the truth yet. Right. Okay. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. And again, this is all laid out for you in the cheat sheet, and it's written out as well, so you'll be able to make sense of it. It's not like it's just blank spots. Gosh. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So you can go back through it. Even if you're listening just right now, you know, on your way to work or whatnot, you can go back through it and it will all make sense. So the first is figuring out that topic, right? Now, the second step, after you've identified, you know, this particular example is career. I would like to feel more powerful or more, you know, on top of my game or whatever. The The second step is to put what I have termed progressive language, and I've talked about this a few times on the pod, and I'll give you examples, in front of the way you want to feel. So for example, I am on my way to success in my business, or I am committed to owning my power in my career. Or you could tap into that worthiness place and say something like, I'm exploring what my relationship to self looks like or I'm open to redefining my worthiness. Mm -hmm. So progressive language is all of those statements that I was saying. I'm on my way. I am committed. I'm exploring. I'm redefining. I'm open. Things that progress you. Right. Right. Exactly. Progresses the sentence too. That's exactly right. Because a lot of times when we think, you know, I'm such an idiot and that's what you've been saying to yourself. Saying to yourself, I'm so intelligent and I'm so smart, feels asinine. Mentally, we cannot buy into it. We, right. we just cannot make uh, that big of a jump. Alert. Yeah. Lie. Right, right, right. Abort mission. So if you can say something like, I'm not there quite yet, but I'm committed to changing this thought. Nice. Or I'm just not going to entertain this old. It's a lot more believable. Right. Yeah. I'm just not going to entertain this old shitty one. That's progress, right? Yeah. So a couple of examples you're going to see in the Mantra Maker on your worksheet. So let's take the topic of parenting. 
So let's say that you would rather feel, like say you've been saying to yourself, like I'm not a good Pinterest mom, like so-and-so, or I never do this, like blah, 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 and it's like comparing to other people, whatever. The topic is around parenting. That's your trigger. How would you rather feel about the topic? Even Even if you totally do not feel that way right now, I would rather feel proud of the parent that I am. That's what I want to feel. I really want to feel pride. So if we were to tack a progressive statement onto the front, it could sound something like, I'm exploring what pride in parenting looks like. Mm. Or I'm committed to finding pride in my parenting. Or I'm on my way to being proud of the parent that I am. Does that make sense? It's, yeah. So you're creating something that is progressive. Yeah. Another example, let's say it is around body. And again, you could, you could, doesn't matter what you are saying. If you understand what your trigger is, then we can create a different mantra based off of how you want to feel. So it doesn't matter what you've been saying about your body. It's broken, it's ugly, it's fat, it's dimply, it's old, it's too young, which I can't Mm. imagine. Um, (laughs) You know, no judgment, no whatever you think. So how would you rather feel? Maybe you would rather feel that you love your body. Can you say that right now? Fuck no. Right? Probably not. Right. You can't say it and believe it. Exactly. You can say it. and And that does work too. Like if you actually do repetition... Over and over and over and over again, you can start to believe it again. Mm-hmm. Most people, it feels so foreign and the jump is so vast that they skip it all together. They're like, yeah, right. I read a book. I can't remember what it was, but he was saying, and I've mentioned this on the pod before too, about um, making that a question instead of a statement. Right. And because then your brain naturally searches for the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could say like, what was one of the ones you just said? I want to love my body. Like maybe if you Why said. Why is it so easy for me to love my body? Mm-hmm. Right? If you ask that question, your mind automatically starts looking for reasons why you love your body. Or even something like, how can I show my body love? That's another one. Yeah, absolutely. Something like that. Mm-hmm. where Because I still think even if you say something like, what what you just mentioned. What is it about my body that I love? Mm-hmm. Right? That's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. But saying, you know, how how do I love my body or, or what did you why say? Why do I love my body? So why do I love my... Like that, that's yeah. still, there's kickback because it's yeah. like, I, but I don't. Right. But right. I don't. Yes. But you could say, you could very, very easily phrase it in a question and like, how can I show love to my body? Right. So if we were to take that that's example and tack a progressive statement onto the front, you could say something like, I am committed to learning what loving my body looks like. Or I'm open to loving my body. Because mm-hmm. that's that's not saying I do right now. Right. But I want that more than I want to hate it. Right? Yes. So it's looking at the feeling you want around it and then putting a progressive statement in that front of it. That ties back to the feeling that you want to receive. That's exactly right. I like it. Um, and maybe maybe you could think about something like a negative self-talk or something that you say to yourself. And Me, then, myself? Yeah. And then I'll use that as an example. I'll run it through here since I don't know it. Um, 
Um, but not yet. Let me do another example, okay. but think about it so right. that I'm, I'm not. pretty good to myself. You are. You are yeah. pretty good to yourself. Or maybe something that you've heard a client say. Uh, okay, I have one. Okay. Let me do this last example, and then we'll okay. go to you. Okay. Um, so another example might be a topic of your intimate relationship and and or dating intimate partnership whatever so maybe what you would rather feel is i want to believe that i'm worthy of love and intimacy so the way you might make a mantra around that is i am redefining what worthiness looks like so one of the things that i want to mention here with this whole mantra maker concept is that it does not have to be directly related like directly the same wording and all of those things it just has to be something that you'd rather say to yourself right well say that one again that last one you just said so it was around believing i want to believe that i'm worthy of love and intimacy Uh that's what i want to feel and the statement is then i am redefining what worthiness looks like so that doesn't even say anything about relationships right so that's what I mean by it doesn't have to be di- like direct. It could I be see. something even with body. Like I talk shit to my body, but what I really want is to feel worthy. So maybe by dissecting what you really want to feel, you can come up with a better progressive straight statement that you can attach I to. See. I think it, I just in my mind, I feel like having it tied into the sentence makes it that much more powerful. Yeah. I mean, you absolutely. Know? Absolutely. You can... And so do whatever works for you. Sure. But sometimes people get so stuck in that that they go, well, now I need to say I love my body. And I'm like, well, maybe it's just I'm on my way to exploring self-love. And Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So you have a lot of freedom. The only point is that that statement makes you feel better than what you have been saying. And that you can actually buy into it. Right. And then you can progress from there. Exactly. Right. You can start building on that. Exactly. Good. Okay, so what's your example of some Um, negative self-talk? Why don't you ever finish what you start? Okay. That's one that I find myself saying a lot. Okay. And so what what would you say that falls under what sort of topic? Procrastination. Okay. Or, um... It's, uh, is it work ethic? No, no, it's not even around work. Like everything at work, I, I pretty much complete. It's mm-hmm. like, just like things that I have on my to-do list. Okay. I'll get just about done with them and then move on. Okay. And then I'll never get back to getting that. It's just like, you know, the project in the living room. Mm-hmm. I'll get it all, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part done and I'll leave the refining work and say, oh, I'll get to that. Right, right. Right. Okay, so your statement is around like procrastination or home projects or something like that. Okay, yes. Right? Is that what you're saying? So as it relates to that topic, how do you want to feel? Um, Accomplished. Okay. So if we were to run that through this particular framework, it might be, um, I would say in this situation, I would use something like, I am fully, what did you say that you wanted to feel? Accomplished? Accomplished, I am fully capable of creating accomplishment. Okay. Or I am the creator of accomplishing what I want. Or something like that. That's probably how I would spin it for you. You could also do any of the progressive stuff, like 
um, I'm exploring a new way to feel accomplished or I'm exploring a new way or I'm redefining my relationship with procrastination. How does that like, how does that tie to finishing a project though? Like, I just feel like that's just talking shit to myself again because I'm like, yeah, but you got to really like knuckle down and get it done. Right. Like, how does it, how does the progressive statement tie back to not just how you're feeling, but the accomplishment or the, the final product, if you will? It is something to say in, it's a swap. So in that moment, okay. when you say to yourself, okay, I, I can't, I never finish anything. You go, no, 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 no. You have to stop yourself mm-hmm. in that moment and say, I am fully capable of redefining my relationship with procrastination. Gotcha. Okay. And that, in turn, helps you move forward and actually take steps to yes get where you need to go. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. It's like, um, it's like, can you, uh, could you do a workout and fuel yourself with a bunch of shitty food? Yeah, you could probably still get through the workout, but it's a lot more painful and you feel worse and it's not so good. You could also get through that same task, that same workout, by fueling yourself with things that set you up for success. So in your situation, you could make a to-do list all fucking day and feel like shit about it because you've been beating yourself up the whole time. Right. You could create a to-do list and an action item, you know, things that you want to do and fuel your mind with things that make your job easier. Great example. So it's how you get through the to-do list, how you get through the tasks. Mm -hmm. And that is indicative of how you speak to yourself. Gotcha. So that makes more sense. I think you were looking at it to change the entire scenario. Right. It's not gonna change the scenario. It's gonna change how you feel in that moment. The difference between being so mean to yourself and actually being kind to yourself. Okay, got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Did you have any others from a client or anything? We probably mm. should wrap it up. No, I'm good. I mean, that, that that cleared it up for me right there. Okay. So, cool. So, those are your steps. And the final number four is to actually use them. And that's a really great point that you brought up. It's, it's about swapping out. Mr. Segway. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So if you've noticed something that you've always said about your body, and the next time you're in the mirror, after you've done your mantra maker, the next time you're in the mirror, you hear yourself say, God, you're so gross. Like, look at the... No, 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 no. I am actively redefining my relationship with my body. It's a swap out in the moment. Got it. It doesn't mean you all of a sudden lost weight. It doesn't yeah. mean that, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, yeah, mean you're yeah, more yeah. productive. No, I totally get it now. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm so glad you do that because that's what, that's what people listening are going to think. I know. Right? Yeah, that's, that's, of course I get it. I fucking created it. I'm the voice of the people. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So when you get through your worksheet, number one, you take the inventory. Number two, you notice your triggers when you are speaking to yourself. Notice those triggers. Number three, you run everything through the mantra maker. You create a statement that you want to use around that particular trigger. And then four, you actually implement it. You use it. do it, yeah. So if it is something like that you could put on your mirror, put it on your mirror if you're triggered by the fucking mirror. Yeah. You know, if you're triggered by something like that, like 
every time you get on your computer, you're you're likely to compare yourself to other people. Put a sticky note right by your computer. Right. It's conditioning it. You actually have to use these. So again, make sure you go by thejoyjunkie.com slash 131 and get your cheat sheet so that you can actually unpack some of this stuff. Awesome. 131, that's crazy. I know. You guys, I can't thank you enough for all of the support that you give the show and for sharing this with your loved ones. We hear that all the time. And I, I, it just means so much to us. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really, really, truly totally. does. If you do dig the show, we are not above begging for iTunes reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, if you want more on this stuff, uh, this is what we're digging into at the retreat. And we're doing it in person. It is so profound. And we would love, love, love to have you. Again, only a handful of spots left. And if you're interested in that, you can find it in the show notes or go to triple retreat.com yeah I think that's it anything else oh Merry and Merry fucking Christmas Merry fucking Christmas <laughs> alright <laughs> guys we'll see you around next week and here is to loving and living your most badass life Mr. and Mrs. Claus out oh god oh <laughs> god